0: Now there's a very funny idea that goes to the heart of the contemporary view of the way the universe works, to do with the Higgs field, and that is that the Higgs field, which is at current estimates, uh, stands at about 246 giga electron volts universally everywhere. This is what's called its vacuum expectation value. That, of course, not only represents the level of energy, but also at least potentially in an equivalent sense, a level of mass, but it's important property, which seems no doubt, or at least to me, seriously weird, is that it has the peculiar property that that vacuum expectation value, is in fact lower, the number isn't of course, but the energy required to establish that vacuum expectation value is lower than the value the energy that would be required to put the Higgs field at zero. In other words, 246 giga electron volts represents some kind of universal most efficient energy level for the Higgs field to have now your reaction to that's likely to be the same as mine how can that possibly be? And I've been thinking about it since I came across the idea and this is pure speculation on my part but it may be the case but what it's saying is that if you imagine that you had let's say an infinite sand pit full of sand to a particular depth and what you wanted to do was to get to the bottom of the sandpit, what would you have to do? Well you'd have to use some energy to clear the sand out of the way in order to get to the bottom but you could only do that by making it deeper elsewhere. In other words you can't get rid of the sand, you can't throw it out of the sandpit because the sandpit's infinite. So you are, there you are, with your buttoned spade, and you dig, and you pile it up left and right until you get to the bottom of the sandpit, which, if the whole sandpit were at that level, would mean that the mean vacuum expectation of the Higgs field was zero giga electron volts. But what have you done? Well, first of all, you've expended quite a lot of energy. you're probably by now feeling quite tired and hot because you've had to dig out all this sand but what's more you've had to raise the level of the sand around the hole that you've dug above what is at least putatively the minimum level. So in other words you've now got the job of keeping something at an inequilibrium out of balance because you've got a sort of doughnut shaped ring Of higher energy around you which is the price you pay for digging down to the zero giga electron volt level. And that I think does start to make sense of the fact that the Higgs field's actual value represents some kind of ultra efficient minimum because it's the level that everything would settle to if simply left to itself and everything else we see, particularly the interaction of quarks with the Higgs field, gluons with the Higgs field, all the other particles, elementary otherwise with the Higgs field, all of this disturbs it and in effect creates these little ripples or piles that are places where it is out of equilibrium and it may be the case that this disequilibrium is exactly what we mean by things like W and Z bosons massive quarks and things that would otherwise be mass less if the Higgs field were zero because then these ripples couldn't exist. And insofar as I've even begun to get the hang of this, I think that's what's going on. That we are dealing with artificially created local disturbances in a field at its most efficient, lowest energy level that force certain things to happen that push it out of equilibrium, albeit for an incredibly short time, as though as you were digging your hole in the sand, the sand, as it does when it's very fine, kept running back down into the hole and filling it in again. Except that instead of it taking a matter of seconds or minutes, as it does on the beach, or in our imaginary sand pit, it actually happens in infinitesimally small periods of time of the order of sort of 10 to the minus 30, 27 I can't remember what the number is seconds which are the life which is the lifetime of things like quarks no not quarks which is the lifetime of things like w and z bosons and other things that bump into the Higgs field and in doing so acquire mass. Some of them permanently as in the case of quarks and some of them temporarily as in the case of W and Z bosons. I think there's something in this that the Higgs field, the background field is responsible for mass because the presence of things that are not part of the field when they interact with it if you like collide with it like throwing a pebble into a pond or a heavy stone into a sand pit of extremely fine sand, has the effect of disturbing it and making something that otherwise wouldn't be there. For thought, I see the Nobel Prize walking down the road towards me. Thank you for listening.